0: Up to $26,000 per employee? They call it the 15-minute refund, but it's not a gimmick. It's for business owners who stuck it out during the pandemic. The Employee Retention Tax Credit, or ERTC. But time is running out to get started. Talk to the experts. JWC Advisors at iHeartTaxRefunds.com. Who are they? CPAs who will keep you on the right side of the IRS. So do it the right way. Go to iHeartTaxRefunds.com. That's iHeartTaxRefunds.com welcome to the grit daily startup i'm your host sebastian rusk and this is a podcast about what goes on behind the scenes at startups the good the bad and the gritty let's dive in
1: tom welcome to the show Great, Sebastian, really nice to meet you.
0: It's great to meet you as well, too. Thanks so much for taking some time out of your day to hang out with us here at the Grit Daily Startup Show. We love to talk about the world of startup, the good, the bad, and what we like to call the gritty parts of it. So I'm curious to hear what your experience has been with that. But before we get into all of that, let's help our listeners better understand a little bit more about you and your
1: backstory. Yeah, well, look, I can actually put the the two together because my backstory is uh, pretty gritty, especially in in the blockchain world. Um, I launched my f- <laughs> I launched my first blockchain product in 2017, well, started building in 2017, which was kind of a good time to build, but then turned out to be a pretty bad time as we moved into the very heavy, long bear market. Um, and also, unfortunately, I chose EOS as the first chain to build on. Um, and, you know, EOS was full of great promises at the beginning, but turned out to um they most of them turned out not to be fulfilled unfortunately you know there wasn't really a lot of support from block one for for um, the products building on eOS then I made the um even stupider decision to move to Terra <laughs> and well you know we all know what happened to um to terra in the in the last well a bit earlier this year um so on terra we built a dex and um, we were starting to build a dex aggregator in an FT marketplace and then of course Terra collapsed. Um, so now we're actually on Juno. Uh, we've we've launched our NFT Marketplace, NFT Launchpad, our DEX, Dex Aggregator and mobile wallets um all on Juno, which is part of the Cosmos ecosystem. So hopefully we'll have a bit better luck this time.
0: Sure. So let's talk about loop.markets and you know, when when was this launched and what exactly do you guys do?
1: Yes, I mean, the, the Loop brand was launched, that was when we moved to Terra, we launched that. Um, and yeah, as I said, we originally built a DEX on Terra. Um, and then we, we sort of moved to a more of a DEX aggregator type model, but we also still do have a DEX. And then now since launching on Juno, we've launched our NFT launchpad and NFT marketplace and our mobile wallets. Great.
0: So the marketplace is a place, obviously, people that can, people can buy uh, NFTs, correct?
1: Yeah, they combine NFTs, which we've launched on our launchpad. So at the moment, we're just we're kind of curating our listings, and we're only launching projects that you know listing projects on our marketplace, which we launch ourselves.
0: And and what are your thoughts on where we're at right now with this, you know, air quotes crypto winter and things really slowing down a bit? I, I got mildly excited about it because it really helps you know the the, the tide go out and come back in and kind of re usher us into this new front of Web3 where we're at, because, you know, we've got a lot of people sitting here going, I told you, so that's why I didn't get involved. Then we have a lot of people that are weathering the storm. And then we have some that just, you know, completely checked out and said, you know, it was only a season for me. What, What has been your experience or at least your thoughts on that?
1: Oh, look, I think now's an amazing time to get in, you know, having lived through a couple of crypto winters now, um, you know, I, I know that they can be long and cold, but at the end of them, there's always, there's always a summer, like every good winter. And um, so, yeah, I mean, I think also we're moving in, I mean, us personally as a company, we're we're kind of moving into um, what we're actually trying to do now. I'm actually in um, Latin America at the moment. I'm based in Medellin. I um, we just went to DevCon and Cosmoverse conferences, but I'll actually be staying here for a few months. And the reason for that is, is because we're really looking at kind of real world use cases for NFTs now. So we're talking to, you know, people in the sports and entertainment industry, we people in the hospitality industry about how we can, you know, start to use NFTs to offer exclusive content to their fans, ticketing for concerts or ticketing for metaverse concerts. Um, you know, this kind of like real world utility. And I think that's probably what's going to drive the next real boom in, in crypto is, is actually using you know using crypto to solve real world problems as opposed to just it being more about the tech or more about the speculation and the hype or you know that kind of thing yeah i mean real applicable solutions imagine that right <laughs> exactly and here in latin america i mean it's perfect they have a, a massive need for these you know for, for this type of solution i mean their their national currencies are going down the drain you know, there's a massive lack of trust, you know, between businesses and governments and and everything else. It's even hard to do a bank transfer in this country, you know, from one bank to another bank. So, you know, this is some crypto can solve a lot of problems down here.
0: And let's talk a few. Let's talk a little bit about that. And I'm, you know, I know our listeners are curious too. Like, what, you know, this whole onset of Web three is great and everything in crypto and decentralization. But what does that really mean for everybody? What does that really mean for businesses and 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 individuals and and life in general? I mean, at least you know your your perspective on you know what what what's going to potentially take place. That's going to you know where we can directly benefit from it.
1: Yeah, well, look, I mean, it's actually been fascinating. Recently, we've been talking to a lot of people from sort of the entertainment industry about, you know, how their industry works and how potentially NFTs can solve some of their problems. And, you know, one of the big things is, you know, often artists don't get royalties paid properly. Um, They get kind of ripped off by their, you know, their record label or their publishing companies where they're only getting, say, 20% of the sales and, you know, the record label or whatever is getting 80%. So if they can go direct, you know, direct to their users, sell their music through NFTs, earn royalties every time there's a sale on the secondary market, you know, get the the lion's share of the sale price themselves, you know, the original mint price themselves. Um, I mean, that's kind of going to solve a lot of problems for them. And then just for the more general public, I mean, you know, here in Colombia, the the inflation rate is insane. I mean, it's like 20, you know, sometimes up to 30% a year or something. And in Argentina, I think it's even worse. Um, So obviously, you know, for them to be able to get out of their local currency into a USD stablecoin, even that's already, you know, a massive value proposition. And then if they can earn some kind of a yield on top of that, like some sort of a DeFi yield, I was looking at Goldfinch yesterday. They're offering like fourteen or fifteen percent, you know, yield on stablecoin deposits. Basically, then wow. that's you know, that's a huge value proposition for people whose currencies kind of evaporating you know before their eyes basically yeah absolutely
0: so when it comes to the world of startup
1: what what's your what would you say has been the most difficult part of that process oh i mean you know that 2018 19 sort of crypto bear market winter was pretty tough i mean it's really hard to find funding obviously you know when you're in a in a bear market and it's kind of when you most need the funding because obviously your revenues lower than normal. Um, Yes. I mean, that's probably the, I guess the hardest one, you know, dealing with the market conditions is always tough. You're sort of, it's already hard enough to to build a startup, right? And then you're fighting kind of these crypto market conditions at the same time. Building a great team is really tough. Um, You know, that takes time because you have to trust people and learn to work together and trust is not something which comes easily. It's something which takes time to build. And then. Finding, you know, product market fit, I guess, is also, you know, that's, again, it's it's something which is always tricky to to come by. And sometimes in, in our case, it's taken us years, I think, to find like true product market fit. And even now, we're only just starting to get there. So, yeah, you definitely need a lot of resilience, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, resilience is uh, absolutely key in, uh, in, in the world of uh, startup, that is for sure. Now, what would you say has been the best part of the startup process?
1: Um, I think, to be honest, I love my team at the moment. Like just working with you know, there's probably close to fifty of us, and we just, especially sort of, there's sort of twenty five on the dev side and twenty five on the sort of business development, marketing, executive side, and working with such incredible people. Like you know, working with another say twenty five people who are just so passionate and hardworking, and we just spent three weeks together here in Colombia, going to multiple conferences as a team. And yeah, so that's just so inspiring. And then obviously meeting other really inspiring people in the industry as well. Yeah, that um, th- those are all great benefits to them. What would you say the grittiest part of
0: that process is? Seeing that you've had a, a little bit of experience in the in the in the world of grit with what you
1: guys have, have built here. Um, Well, I'll tell you what, the terror crash was pretty gritty. (laughs) Like escaping from that was, yeah, we managed to, we lost most of our treasury. We probably had, I don't know, like six or seven million. I'd say we lost maybe 90% of it. So that was pretty, you know, that was pretty tough. And then we, you know, our team would all use terror as kind of their daily banking as well. Like, you know, we all had money in Anchor. We kind of paid our wages through, you know, the the network. And so not only from a treasury perspective, but from a team perspective as well, we all took massive financial hits. But to be honest, I feel like we came out of it stronger and better. So, yeah, I mean, sometimes the gritty bits, right, are the bits which really, really pull you together and, and make you what you are. Absolutely.
0: Well, uh, it's been great to to chat with you and, and learn a little bit more about you and what you guys have built. And uh, it's clear that you guys are doing work that matters here for Web3 and looking to just take one step further towards, you know, ushering people into this new frontier on here. So uh, keep keep up the great work. Any final thoughts for our
1: listeners? Um, no, just keep an eye on us. I think, you know, we're, we're finding a lot of traction here in Latin America. There's a lot of opportunity down here. Um, I feel like Medellin is going to become kind of one of the, the crypto capitals of the world soon, like somewhere like Lisbon is, is already sort of rapidly becoming. So definitely yeah. worth keeping an eye on this region as well. There's a lot, a lot of innovation here, a lot of interest, and as I said, a lot of need, like real need. You know, in the Western world, I guess we don't, It's crypto's a bit of a luxury. We don't really need it. You know, our, our, our currencies aren't collapsing. Our societies aren't falling apart yet, <laughs> although that might happen soon. But here they're already facing kind of, all of those things. And I think, you know, crypto and blockchain can can step in and, and make a massive difference. So I'm super excited to see what we can do down here to, you know, to, to make the world a better place. Absolutely. Well,
0: thanks again for your time, uh, Tom. It's been great to chat with you and uh, keep up the great work.
1: Awesome, thanks so much, Sebastian. Have a great day. Likewise. Cheers, uh, bye. Until next time, friends.
0: Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Grit Daily Startup. If you haven't done so already, make sure you're subscribed to the show wherever you consume podcasts. This way you'll get updates as new episodes become available. This podcast is brought to you by GritDaily.com, the premier startup news hub. More information at GritDaily.com. Once again, I'm your host, Sebastian Rusk. Until next time, friends.
1: into your local Safeway for great spring savings throughout the store. This week at Safeway, get yellow peaches or nectarines for the member price of $1.88 per pound. Also this week at Safeway, value packs of Signature Farms chicken drumsticks, thighs, leg quarters, or picnic packs are buy one, get one free. Plus, get value packs of USDA Choice Boneless Beef Top Sirloin Steak for the member price of $4.99 per pound. Visit Safeway.com, download the Safeway For You app, or head in-store to find more great deals at Safeway.